But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. 1 Peter 3.15 NIV Translation Welcome to the Defender's Digest. Good morning, Defenders. Happy Monday. I am so grateful to be with you today. Every Monday, we, we like to start our week off right. We like to start our week off oriented on God, looking up towards Him as we look forward towards our day, forward towards our week. And we do that with these day, these weekly motivational, devotional type messages where we just talk. Thank you so much for listening to me, for letting me be part of your morning today or part of your afternoon or whenever you're getting to listening to this. Ideally, it's Monday morning. Thank you so much for letting me be part of your day. Last week, I shared this story that wasn't my story. It was the story of an Air Force member and the amazing ways that God used him. And if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to last week's podcast. It was really powerful. Um, this week, I want to talk to you guys about the idea of stories and what makes stories so powerful and, and why we love stories and why they captivate us. Um, so if you go to a traditional sermon... What you're going to find so often in the Western culture, so often, you're going to find people who give these three-point sermons. They'll read some scriptures, they'll dig into it, they'll do a little exegetical dance, they'll do a little bit of hermeneutics, and they'll pull out these life lessons. And they'll be like, so you should do this, so you should do this, so you should do this. Um, they'll share some stories along the way, try to make us laugh along the way. Um, but they're very different than that story that I shared last week, where it was just sharing this riveting story that, you know, grabs you holds on to you and you, get, you pay attention to it and you get invested in it you can feel the difference in the atmosphere between a really good wrenching powerful story and a three-point sermon you really can why is that well i think i think there's a lot to this but there, there's this element where uh we admire people generally speaking because there's something admirable about them and we don't learn that by listening to their thoughts necessarily nearly as much as we learn that by listening to their actions and seeing them work and unlike a three-point sermon that tells me how to act a good story shows me how to act i listen to a story and i recognize that's closer to right than i am that's how i want to be and we don't even necessarily do this consciously, but this is why stories grab a hold of us because we, we want the right thing to happen. And that's why we love protagonists in movies that are a little bit broken because we love watching them grow. We love thinking about how good they can be. It's why we love the hero's journey. It's why we love most story arcs, traditional story arcs. Because it grabs us. And we, we, we get to see somebody become better and we, we, we know it's better. We admire people for making the right choices. We don't necessarily admire people for doing the right thing because you don't always know the right thing. But we do admire them for making the right choices, for doing the best they could have possibly done in the moment given what they knew. And we learn from watching that. We learn from interacting with that. We learn more what we want to be and we learn more what we don't want to be. And in that we grow. And that's one, of the, that's one of the many things that makes stories so powerful. Another thing is that stories wrestle with bigger problems than we are usually comfortable wrestling with. And as a bystander, 
listening in on the story. We get to watch these problems get wrestled with, or we get to learn about how to deal with these problems. And uh, there's something very, very different from hearing somebody act the right way and do the right thing than there is from knowing the right thing, being told what the right thing to do is. Generally, we know what the right thing to do is, but we don't see it in practice very often. Um, it's this, this kind of an element. I, I use this notion to point out why I believe that uh, objective morality is a thing. Um, but it works here too for the power of stories. So imagine it's late at night, you're in a city, you're walking down the side of a street, and you walk past an alleyway, and down the alleyway, you hear somebody scream for help. Okay? The question is what is not what do you do in that moment? Because we don't know what we do in that moment. We might run down that alleyway and see if we can help. And we admire those who make the right choices, not necessarily those who do the right thing. Because we don't admire somebody for doing the right thing. And what I mean by that is maybe you run down that alleyway to help and what you see is that it's just some kids playing and it's no big deal and all you did was waste your time. But that's okay. We still feel that was the right choice, right? Um, and we admire people for making that right choice. Um, given the information they do have. But we, we, you might run down that alley to help. You might pretend that you didn't hear it and keep on walking. You might call 911. You might run away yourself. You might freeze. So the question isn't, what would you do in that moment? Because until we're in that moment, we don't know what we would do. The real question is, after that moment, what do you wish that you would have done? And it seems to be a near universal that we wish we would have ran down that alleyway. That we wish we would have went and helped. Or maybe called the cops. We wish we know what the right thing to do would have been. That's why we love the stories of the person who ran down the alleyway to help. To captivate us. We recognize that was the right decision. And we admire that. We want to be more like that. That, I, that that's one of the reasons we love stories so much it's also because stories teach us how to act they teach us how to be they teach us how to think I think that's why Christ shared so many messages in stories yes we we got prophecies about how he would speak to them in parables and hearing they would not understand but I think too we hear stories from Christ so often because Christ knows that stories are such a powerful tool for teaching and they're such a powerful tool for growth that's why I was so excited to share a good story with you guys last week. And that's why I'm excited to share good stories with you in the future. Because they do something real. They make a big difference in our lives. And I think that's all I got for you guys this week. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. And I hope that you have an amazingly blessed week. I love you all. God bless. One more thing before I let you guys go. If you are excited uh, by these podcasts, if, the, if these are captivating to you, if you love learning and deepening your relationship with Christ, then I'm going to extend to you an invitation. You should really consider joining the Defenders Academy where we do 
more in-depth trainings on things like this what this podcast touches on we talk about the scriptures we talk about the hermeneutics the exegesis we also talk about apologetics the defending our faith with the evidence we talk about what good discipleship looks like and it's an amazing program if you have any interest at all i have a link for you in the description to learn more and i'd love to talk to you about it with that being said i'm going to get out of your guys's ears so you can go on about your week i love you so much thank you so much for spending this time with me god bless